This is the Tanya Free and Friends Talk Show, your destination for the best in social and political straight talk. And now, here's your host, Miss Tanya Free. Today is Wednesday, October the 31st. Welcome to the Tanya Free and Friends Talk Show. I am Tanya Free, joined by my wonderful friends. Let me start over here to my right. Um, we have in the house today, Doc Vader. <laughs> and of course, we'll be with you. <laughs> you are having too much fun over I'm, there. I'm coming back. <laughs> there you go. Dr. West is with us in the house. How are you, Dr. West? I'm doing well, thanks. Good, good, good. And also with us is Uncle Mo. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. Glad to be back. I tell you, you look real sharp over there. I thank you. I thank yeah, you. Yeah, real sharp. I thank you. I appreciate I think you look like he's going for a congressman. I tell you, I tell you, he, he is ready for something uh, over there. Just mm-hmm. another man laid on the rent. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> and also with us once again is Frida Johnson. How are you? I am well. So glad. glad to have you with us. I'm glad to be here. And also with us over here on this side is Van Nevels. How are you? Good afternoon. It's and happy al- Halloween to all. It is always good to have you because I know you're going to bring something. It's always good to be had. Something because you know you've already started with me before we even um, started on the air. Absolutely. You have a little history you want to share with um, us. This past Sunday marked, um, marked an important day in black history. Lewis Hamilton, the first and only black driver in Formula One, achieved his fifth world championship. Sunday. Okay. That puts him equal with Juan, uh, Juan Manuel Fangio, uh, who raced back in the 40s, actually the 50s and late and early 60s. And he is two championships short of eclipsing Michael Schumacher, who's the all time Formula One champion with seven. And it's entirely likely he may eclipse, if not exceed, um, that benchmark. Well, thank you. So, thank yeah, that's huge. Thank you for the history moment. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It is. Thank you so very much. We appreciate that. I want to also welcome our friends behind the scenes. Noah Nevels. Um, excuse me. What am I saying? Noah Nevels. Noah Johnson. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Dan Nevels. Noah, <laughs> Noah Johnson. Um, Marcus Evans. And we have Sterling Goodnight and Mr. Free. I'm, he just threw me off with all that black history. I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Okay. So thank you all behind the scenes. I do appreciate it. And also <clears throat> our security here is Sebastian. Hey, Sebastian. He's wagging his tail. <laughs> we want to welcome all our friends from coast to coast for joining us today and hope you will join the conversation. Phone lines are open, 804-321-1010. Our toll-free number, 804-321-1010. And you can text us at 63975 if you want to weigh in. Or you can dial us, get us on your mobile phone. I can't see the numbers up there. Uh, 712-832-2784. Thanks to our friends at AMFM247. Do appreciate it. Um, want to extend our condolences to the uh, family and friends of all those who lost loved ones in the horrible tragedy on Saturday and the um, shooting in the synagogue in Pittsburgh, as well as the two um, African Americans that lost their lives in the Kroger, Kroger um, supermarket in Kentucky. Um, it is a really, really a, I'm not, it's a sad day, but it's, it's even more than ever before. We are in praying times. And I say that for the mere fact that that is the only thing that keeps me going and keeps me sane for the mere fact that you just wonder as to how could you have a president that continue to spew um, 
evil and division amongst you know this country and you know I, I just I just you know it, it's just disturbing it's, it is truly disturbing um, I think it was distasteful for the mere fact that he went yesterday to Pittsburgh and you know you had family members family members that asked him not to come and he went anyway um, give me all thoughts what do you think about the whole situation Dr. West I think that over the I guess over the last several months that it's only gotten worse you know that it's I've gone past the point of reacting to what Trump does I think that we spend too much time going over um, and over what he is doing. Look at Trump, look at how he's acting, and then asking questions as if we don't know the answers. Right. What we've had is, you know, that there's so much going on that, that we're missing, that we're not paying attention to. Um, you know, we, we know about the, 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 the cultural issues that he raises, the racist issues that he raises, but we're not talking about corruption. We're not talking about collusion. We're not talking about these policy changes. We're not talking about voter suppression. And so there, there are just a number of things that Trump, to me, is just a major distraction. Right. He's like a, an expert magician almost, a master exactly. magician. Exactly. Mm -hmm. he, he, mm -hmm. make, he makes you look, he makes you look, he make, makes you look left while the deal is being done on the right. He, he, he forces your perception, a certain demographic of the country, he forces your perception here, and then he slides here. I mean, it's... Um, and to his to his credit, at the level he's doing it, it, he's playing a wonderful game at it because, for whatever the reason is, it's working for some people. It really is. It's working for his base. Yeah, and his, and, and his base got him where he is. So there's no need to try to push and promote you know the the right things to the wrong people. But shame he go he goes to that 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 base that is going to feed his his need, feed his ego. And keep saying, hey, look at my left hand while I potentially slap you with the right or slap everyone with the right. And we'll just deal with the consequences after the fact. As long as I get what I want to get, we're okay. More precisely, it is a situation of the Wizard of Oz with him. And as much as, yes, I can do all of these wonderful things, but there's a machine behind me that makes all of this possible. And that being the media. <coughs> Had it, if, if for not them, as uh, continuing to be as something of a surrogate, um, at the uh, at the behest of corporate advertisers, it wouldn't get nearly as much play. Well, that's why I said shame when, on us for the mere fact that we need to rise above all of the rhetoric and not pay attention to. And I say that from the standpoint that I have turned off all of the um, cable news for the mere fact that it's just a constant roller coaster of the same thing. You know, you 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 hear it. Repeatedly, you know, they will talk about Trump this and Trump that. We already know what he's doing and what he continues to do. So why continue to give him airtime and talk about matters but, of because that? Because of what I just said. But going back to, to Van's point and then to Uncle Mo's before that, if you look at who's promoting it, it's Fox and it's Sinclair Broadcasting. Uh, it's more than Fox okay, and Sinclair but, but, broadcasting but, but, for the mere fact that I watch, you know, a little bit of MSNBC, a little CNN, and it's the same thing but, but over and over again. I honestly will not miss anything if I turn the TV oh, off I, I altogether. I, I agree. What happens, the only thing that's different is that Fox 
puts a different spin on it than CNN and MSNBC. Right. You know, but going back to Mo's point, Trump is sucking up all the oxygen in the room. Oh, yeah. And he so, creates a vacuum. You know, and so that, that vacuum allows the few that promote him. But I'm saying if we were to turn the television off or send emails to everyone, everyone that is giving him 24-7 attention, would that they will not shift? They will hit delete every time. And the reason being, uh, the CEO of, of CBS was like, yeah, Trump sucks for the country, for the country but, he's great for, for but he's great for my business yes. because advertising wants one thing and one thing only, as many eyes on their product as possible. Well, exactly. it goes back Period. to what Uncle Mo said then. Mm-hmm. We need to stop looking at the sensationalization or the, or the rhetoric that's going on because, like you said, they're doing stuff on the right. But you yeah. got to watch it, though. Yeah. My, th- this is just my opinion. You have to watch it. I mean, in the midst of all of the chaos, in the midst of in the midst of the chaos going on, get the gist of everything that's going on. In the midst of all the chaos going on between four and five or ten different networks that are reporting this stuff, somewhere in the middle of this mess, they're telling they're telling what you need to hear. Yeah. The information is there. It's it's going to take an acute ear to really say, "Hey, look, you know what? No, no, no. Move, Seth. There it is." There it is. But at the same they, time, you've got a situation where the information it's a is there. The sideshow, which is what we sit back and go, seriously? And this and this is going to pass for legit? Right. And you got other folks sitting back going, yep, he must be doing something right. Everybody's mad at him. Right. Well, and at that, and that, at that point, that's when, that's that when, accent, that's well, when a lot of the it, informed it, individuals it, cut the TV it, off. And then behind deeper, that, you've got some, deeper, you've got substance coming. It's much True deeper that. than that for the mere fact that. These shootings, these um, attempted bombings, like you said, all of that stuff is being used to to energize his base to the point that I, that's why we are where we are. I mean, but how much of his base is left? For real, well, you'll of, find out on Tuesday. Of, yeah. I think yeah. it's a lot of his you'll base. You'll find out on Tuesday who's base left. is left. Listen to what he's saying. Mm-hmm. I think you a know, lot of his base I is mean, there. think about it from this standpoint. When when he heard about the news with regards to the shooting um, Saturday, opposed to being, in my opinion, sympathetic, he wants to blame them, the victims, pretty much. When you say when you say things like, if they were armed in the church, that that would not have happened. Right. Really? Well, that's Texas sharpshooter syndrome. Right there. It's always hindsight. You are the president of the United States. We know this, but he's not of that ilk. Period. Freedom. Now, I agree with everything that has been said. He's a master deflector. I can say, having grown up in the late 60s and 70s, I feel I have a lot of angst that I've never had before just walking around um, (laughs) being black. And you know, I've, I can't say that I've ever felt this way before. And I try to monitor watching television. I think I'm doing it. But last week, I really had to shut it down because I was really quite emotional about the whole situation, the rhetoric, the killings, the videos of people just being black and being harassed by other people. But I agree, Uncle Mo, we have to watch it because in there, something is being said that we need to um, right. hear. Definitely. And yeah. also check out democracynow.org. They're talking about issues other than this. Yeah. Highly when, recommend. When you think about 
What is it again? Democracynow.org. Um, you can yeah, listen to I've it on yeah. 97.3 in the morning, I think at 8 o'clock when they broadcast live, or later on in the day, I think from 12 on, you can hear a repeat of the, of the day's show, either video and or uh, audio. Highly recommend. But if you, if you look at where people are, you know, the, what they want to believe and how they will form their, their decisions, you, you, you look at the fact that for eight years, the Republicans have said, kill Obamacare, <laughs> you know, kill Obamacare. They took 70 votes. They have lawsuits to, to kill Obamacare. But now they realize, once they realize that Obamacare had a 60% approval rating, the Republicans that have voted 50, 60 times to kill it are now going on TV saying, I'm going to protect your pre-existing conditions. conditions. What yeah. you said they're saying. Like they're in commercials. That's what I'm saying they're, they're saying. Yeah, but it's the, one thing to say something than to do it. That's but, a totally different ballgame. But, but my point is that there are people out there that because they want to believe them, the truth has no meaning anymore. It's right. like right. they say, You're right. we, you know, that's, the, that's the point. And that's the you problem. are absolutely this, 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 right. People, people want to believe. Right on point. They, uh, this, and I'm not going to get deep, but this demographic we're talking about here, they want to believe in this man in the White House because they just couldn't believe the past, the prior eight years. There's no way in the world this guy got in. Oh my God, he got in twice. Look here. We got to do something about this. I don't even know this guy. I don't know him. I don't know, but I remember this guy from TV. Yeah, that's the guy from television show. That's that's my favorite TV show. And he's talking the same kind of talk that we like to talk. He's saying the same thing we believe in. That's yeah, so dangerous. Them immigrants. And he's coming here and he's so my country gun. just like they that would do. So, Protect my gun. Yeah, he's not really. So he's not truly interested in in their views at all. He's self serving. He's self serving. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. That's it. You sound right. stupid. Yeah. He's self serving, and you could. We'll, we'll, we will see what happens come next Tuesday. I am not uh, enthusiastic about it just yet. Um, I'm skeptical. There's a, it's like the there's, a, there's, a, train, there's a train coming in the station, but you don't know there might be one coming right at it too. You never know what's going to happen here. Uh, Florida, uh, Florida is unbelievably right. mesmerizing right now. Georgia, oh yeah. my gosh, these things have got. If you're not on the edge of your seat with this thing, it's, yeah. this, this is like watching right. the bottom of the ninth inning, and, and you're right. <laughs> there's a walk-off home run coming sometime soon. But, but I commend both the um, opponents, um, or I should say, the um, on the Democratic, the challengers on the Democratic side, they are going full force, and I and I appreciate um, the gentleman um, Gillum in Florida, mm. who is to to me a a different type of Democrat. He is not your uh, passive, I'm going to just go along to get along. He is actually as going right full, full force. What do you mean, just right now? As of right now. That's all I mean. I think that he... He's when, pulling when, out the stops to get in the office. Right, He's, well, and, this, this. and the thing is this. He is, I mean, just like um, Trump is going after him and calling right. him, you know... He's, going, he's coming right back at him. Right, exactly. And Because most Democrats would have just, like, ignored it and just been Stick quiet. to the issues. Stick, Stick to, to the, the issues. issue. Stick to the, the issues. The talking points and that sort no. of thing. You're he's not like, going to jab like, at the hey, Santas. With that. 
Right. He's like, hey. and the same thing with the gentleman in Texas, O'Rourke, the same thing. Right. He is going right after Trump, Trump calling him a lightweight. He's like, yeah, maybe my, my body weight, but no. Mm-mm. You know, I yeah. mean, he, they are not your typical Democrats, and I appreciate that. Right. DeSantis, and I think DeSantis, that's DeSantis a lot of shots. DeSantis throws yeah. a lot of shots at Gilliam, and Gilliam is like, hey, look, right. you want to throw jabs? We we can do it. We, let's, 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 let's 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 go exchange, for it. Let's exchange jabs. Right. Let's see whose face was up and first. And that's my point. I think we're seeing a a diff, yeah, different see, type of democratic. The difference is he's jabbing on the issues. Yeah. He right. is he is tearing True. DeSantis down and that's on where, his record and the issues. And if you want to call him out, where he's go the with Democrats, the, the Democrats that have been in office, need to be real concerned that when you know come election time, when their turn come up, yeah, they're going to have to come with it because we are tired of the same old same old. Um, Democratic um, yeah. candidates. Um, who was it? Um, oh, I can't. McCaskill in Wisconsin. I think she's struggling. And Missouri. is it Missouri? Okay, wherever the heck she is, she is struggling, and she's an incumbent. So we are beginning to see that. Okay, these passive Democrats, they need to step up their game, come with it, or we we going to vote them out. In yeah. terms of what we've heard in this market in this state as far as the, the um, uh, congressional elections, the, you, you see ads on this Spamberger Brat contest. Yeah. You might see an ad from Whitman. I have I not seen an ad, one. have not seen an ad from um, McEachin. Nope. You're right. Have not seen an ad from Bobby, right. Bobby Scott. Nope. You're you know? right. And so the thing is that I've not heard any are they all competing for the same? Seat? No, no, but no, 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 but, no, no. But, but, but they're in this market, media market. So you might have seen some advertising. Their name is on the ballot. Come, come next week. Right, right. But but and but and they, know, it's like they they're almost uh, running on their name. It's like, yeah, hey, when you, yeah, when yeah. you get, if if you get out of the house and go to the booth, if you get to the poll, once you get to the booth to your booth and you pull that sheet or you get inside that little cubicle, you see the name. Dot, dot, dot. He's like, right. oh, I know him. Mm-hmm. I know exactly. him. I know him. Therefore, you you can almost win the seat without spending any money in the campaign. It's Shame on us, though. Shame on us, because that's what we, we've been doing and right. used to allowing folks to just be, like you said, run on their name, opposed to being accountable for what they have done for the people. And the ads that I see running for... Uh, we got to take a break. Spanberg. Today's praise break is so much to be thankful for by Tina Glenn, sponsored by the Metropolitan Day School where eagles soar.
folks without homes are in the streets and the drug habits some say they just can't be mothers and lovers no place seems to be Relaxing, highly professional. This is how people describe Waterfall Salon and Massage Med Spa, offering a variety of massages, including four-handed synchronized sports and soothing relaxation. Facials, microblading, teeth whitening, and fabulous eyelash extensions are done by their highly qualified staff. Book your services today on Facebook or call 804-644-4002. That's 644-4002. WaterfallSalonAndMassageMedSpa.com. Dilapidated schools, outdated textbooks, underappreciated teachers, and frustrated parents. We deserve better, not the status quo, and not for our kids. As an immigration attorney, I see the need for more inclusion, more innovation, and more transparency for our Richmond public school system. That's why on Tuesday, November 6th, I need you to vote Bryce Robertson for your 7th District School Board representative to ignite change. My name is Bryce Robertson, and I paid for and approved this message. Put your business on the map for a lot less than you might think with Freedom Marketing. Text the word ADVERTISE to 63975 or give them a call at 844-321-1010. That's Freedom Marketing, 844-321-1010.
Join the conversation. Phone lines are open right now at area code 804-321-1010 in Central Virginia and 844-321-1010 coast to coast. I'm going to um, go straight to the phones to, to, we back on the air, y'all? Okay. I'm glad they were talking. <laughs> I'm talking dirty. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. We're back now. Okay. I'm going to go straight to the phone. <laughs> to Ray. The Hi, Ray. How are you, friend? How you doing, sir? How you doing, sister? We're doing fine. Listen, talking about voting, correct? Say it again, Ray, because um, you were echoing it for a minute. Talking about voting, correct? Yes. Now, here's my concern, and I want to talk about it, Okay. And I want to realistic response from, from from you and the panelists. And the thing in terms of the role of money in politics, uh, one of the things, unfortunately, when the uh, Supreme Court passed Citizens United, was mm -hmm. they equated money with political speech. It meant that people have with money uh, have more speech than people without money. Right, that's true. So my fundamental concern, if in fact that premise is true, one of the things we can't discount is that when you equate money with political speech, obviously wealthy people, billionaires in particular, have more access to politicians to reflect their will. Mm -hmm. Now, if this is reality, what can poor people do in terms of impact on the political process if you don't have any money? Because the bottom line is that when people get into office, they're not there for necessarily because they're altruistic. They're not there because they really give a damn about humanity. A lot of stuff is involved in terms of running for political office. And so, the, therefore, the people who have the money, the people who can give you what you want, uh, are more in a position to actually uh, get their way as opposed to people who can't contribute to uh, politicians' pockets. So I want a realistic response in terms of that dynamic, and what can we do to address that? Okay. I think, um, Van, you had a point, and you did too during the, the break. Well, the, the, the first point to the gentleman, to Ray, would be there needs to be voter education and then there needs to be voter participation you know if you the only thing that the everyday person has is the vote mm -hmm. and that's the reason why not only are the the billionaires and the money interests trying to influence policy at the same time they're also trying to suppress the vote of the everyday person the combination of the two gets your voter participation down and when th when that happens then the cost of manipulating the policy decision really is a lot less. But the average voter... Average voter, if they don't vote... Well, they're, they're, well also, too, we are not aware as to, like we were talking during the break, as to where you have these corporations placing their dollars, and we can um, compete only when we know if you have, like, the Koch brothers supporting, you know, um, a uh, the Trump campaign, and we know that that works and uh, um, works against our best interests. Then we need to vote, exercise our power by withdrawing from whatever that corporation is. Is um, one of the things that they've also done is that they not only have allowed the big money to come in, they've also allowed it to be you can dis you know you can hide who's putting the money into the game. 
so that you don't know. I mean, you, you know the Cokes are doing it, of course. Right. But you don't know to what level, how they're right. doing it, because the disclosure requirements are all being lessened. So you don't know. That money, that dark money can get in so many different ways that you never know who's behind it. It could be foreigners. Mm-hmm. It could be. You know, tell it who it could be. Ray, because it comes in quiet. Ray, to answer your question about how, what can poor people do? Really not much. I mean, not much beyond the solidarity of, of economically boycotting certain corporations. Well, that, that to that's, me. That's well, really let's, let's take it from another stance then. Then when we elect people to represent us in our best interests, then we need to hold, hold them, accountable. them accountable. Then yeah. if, because if you put, put someone in office and you say, okay, I want pre-existing conditions, then it's going to be our responsibility when that issue come up to determine as to who voted for it and who voted against it. A lot of times we have these folks voting for things and we don't know how they voted. We don't know if they voted for or who voted for what. And that's where we, we as people, you know. It takes a lot of time to research does. a it person's does, voting but, record and but find out what they're voting on. It is on. worth it because we were talking during the break. We, could, we keep putting people in office that keep doing the same thing and, and, once, we're, and, and nothing is changing. Once the vote is cast, then their election comes up. Well, now you're not going to put them, they're not going to return them back to office, but the vote's already been cast. So now what do you do? Well, what I'm saying is this, this midterm. If we want people to put in office that we want to represent um, pre-existing conditions to, to continue to remain a um, condition for us, then if, if you, you know, voted for Tim Kaine, you know, the um, U.S. Senate for Virginia, then write us off and say, okay, this is how we want you to represent us on this particular issue. And when that issue right. comes up, then you, you know, make sure you know how he voted or whoever the Republican person is. We got to follow the issues. That's our problem. We don't follow the issues, and we listen to a lot of rhetoric right. when it comes. Because think about these commercials. Because you don't have the time to, to, to do we gotta make the That's time. we got to right make now. the time. Or, or, you find have, or you have to elect an, you have to elect individuals who will go in the office and have no problem telling the record what's going on. There has to be someone at, at, at a level of uh, information Right. That has the ability and willingness to teach the individuals who don't have that level of information mm-hmm. about what's going on. Okay. Hey, let did me, you know that we're doing this? Did you know? Don't just pop in the church the, week before, me, the Sunday before um, the election and tell me we need your vote to stop this and this, but I have no idea what you're doing mm-hmm. the, the other 50 plus weeks okay. of the year mm-hmm. before that election comes around, Mr. Such and Such. Let me take it, let me take it from this so, simple. We keep doing the same old, same old. When we have these debates, why can't they take questions from the audience and I want a yes or no answer, not these talking points. We keep doing the same thing. Did you vote for this or did you vote for that? If you cannot answer me yes or no, it's a yes or no question straight up, plain and simple, because we get all these talking points and the same thing with these commercials, a whole bunch of BS. It means absolutely nothing. And we keep falling for the same thing. I mean, I want to be able to talk to you just like I'm sitting right here talking right now. I mean, plain and simple. We make things more complicated than what it is. We yeah, let folks pol- take out take out power is, from us. Ray, Ray does like that work? That. Does that make sense, Ray? To you? You know, you know, sister. Un- unfortunately, there is a, a bit of a paradox. A couple okay. Of things real quickly. One is that given the um, conditioning uh, so many people uh, endure in the society, given the internalization of so many conditions. 
uh, one of the things is that our ability to discern what is in our best interest is sometimes compromised uh, because of the conditioning where there's an inability of a lot of people, particularly in our community, who can discern what is good for them and what is bad for them. And so when you talk about holding people accountable, they can't begin to hold people accountable because they haven't defined exactly what is in their best interest. That's the first thing. Uh, the, the second thing I think is the second thing I think is is, is is more systemic. I think we have to at some point realize that you got a system fundamentally a system in place to ensure that the the empowerment of the of the few at the expense of the many is in play. And because that system exists, and we're not only talking about you know the political process in terms of you know um, you know why people vote the way they do, we all talk about the socialization piece. We also talking about uh, even judicial decisions that are made. So we're talking about a vast system which ensures to prop up the system which values or policies of the actors, not necessarily in the interest of people, particularly working class people or poor people or African people. So so, so what we're saying, what I'm saying is that we're talking about a very um, an, an array of, of, of complex social uh, of, uh, features that exist in society, and unless we as a people particularly begin to deconstruct or begin to understand precisely how the system impacts on the way we think and the way we do things, then you know what? We'll continue to play that game and not even understanding that that game, to a large extent, is rigged. And that is a fundamental problem. So I think that in terms of a realistic problem, a resolution to the problem that we're confronted with, I think what we have to do is still think outside of the box. That's a very difficult thing to do, particularly when you're conditioned to believe that resolution only comes inside the box. We have to start thinking outside the box. And, and, and we're talking about putting pressure on politicians. One of the ways we can, one of the ways we can do that is mass organization. But we have to have some consciousness, some fundamental understanding of the way things work in order to organize, to work together, to see, achieve that end. So there's a tremendous amount of problems that we the people con- are confronted with, but we have to start first and foremost understanding that this is fundamentally a system that naturally opposed to the interests, particularly of African and working class people. So until we understand that fundamental reality, ควรจะเป็นแนวเวลส์อันนี้คือคําถามว่าทําไมเขาทําแบบนี้ทําไมเขาทําแบบนี้ทําไมเขาทําแบบนี้ทําไมเขาทําแบบนี้ทําไมเ
or you can't use this this water fountain. And it went it, it got to the point where the economics when those who could started boycotting the the department stores, et cetera. And the bus lines. The, the bus so lines. Right. That's when things started to happen. But at that time that it did happen, you had a community around which there was some education going on. So young kids coming along understood that no matter where they were, they had a, a, a duty to vote. Right. They mm -hmm. had a duty to learn. That's the key, and, and duty. It, mm -hmm. And so that's not in existence. Right. At this point, when we confront those same sort of barriers, yeah. they seem to be coming back. On the larger scale, there's no emphasis on it. On the larger scale, there's no emphasis on it. And Which like could a, very well have been part of the the larger plan. Like I mean, it took a couple of decades to get there, but now your your people are you were, you were so together. Now you're disenfranchised. Mm -hmm. yeah. So now that you're separated, it's I much mean. easier to beat you up. I can take you on this corner, this one, this one, this one. Before you know it, you can vote all you want to. It doesn't make a difference. You don't know you don't know what you're voting for. You don't know who to vote for, and half you don't even care. So there it is. Uh, <laughs> I was saying that we're gonna take a break. Hold hold it. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back.
Miss the show? Check out the podcast at TanyaFree.com, SoundCloud, iHeart Apple Music, and BlackTalkRadio.com. This is Tanya Free. Is your business in need of a cash infusion to help your business grow? Been told no by the banks? If you've been in business at least a year and have $10,000 in gross monthly revenue, give our friend Anthony Gibson at Fast Advance Funding a chance to say yes based on the strength of your business, not your credit history. Give Anthony a call at 215-642-0686. That's Anthony Gibson, Fast Advance Funding. 215-642-0686. The New Orleans Talk Network, now on your mobile device, on your computer, in your ear, and interactive. It's new, it's innovative, and it's on your mobile device. Android, iPhone, iPad, and on your computer. Take us wherever you go, because we're interactive. 504-341-TALK. That's 504-341-8255. This is Tanya Free, inviting you to check out the Tanya Free and Friends talk show, your destination for the best in social and political straight talk, here coast to coast on the AM-FM 247 radio network and the AM-FM 247 television network. Join the conversation. The Tanya Free and Friends talk show, Wednesdays. Join the conversation. Phone lines are open right now at area code 804-321-1010 in Central Virginia and 844-321-1010 coast to coast. Okay, let's go to the phone. Scotty, hey friend, how are you? Hello. Hello, Scotty, you there? You and the friend. Well, we're good. We're good. How about you? Happy Halloween. I, I, I'm, I'm okay. 
Listen, how come these people say revolution? Why won't they just come out and say overthrow the U.S. government? Because that's really what they talk about. Yeah, that's true, but that's such a dirt. That's, that, that, that's going to be word. next. That, that's coming. It's coming. I mean, but let's be it's real, coming. though. If we're going to be real, let's be real and upfront about what we're talking about and not call it a revolution and just say, hey, uh, voting don't matter. It ain't gonna do you no good. What you really need to think about is overthrowing the U.S. government. Oh, Just please, say Scotty, that. Don't, don't, don't say that, Scotty. Don't, don't uh, but, say uh, that. But I'm saying because I say that I'm because you got you got folks that are you got folks that are, you know, willing to do that. I mean, when you look at the folks that. There ain't that many people willing to do that. No, on okay. on. Well, you just yeah, you're you right. Just, it ain't. They could talk a good. It, name, it ain't man. that many. Yeah, people I, willing to I, do. I have to disagree with y'all. But go ahead, Scotty. Yeah, it's not that many people willing to do that. And when you look at past revolutions in different countries, let's just say Cuba, less than 5% of the population participated in that in that revolution in overthrowing the Batista regime, only 5%. So I don't understand why people say our people, meaning everybody, need to think about overthrowing the U.S. government. If that's in your heart, that's what you think, then go ahead and start it and see what happened. It don't, don't take everybody. Nobody wants I mean, to be the first person to die in something like that, yo. You know that. Well, exactly. So all I'm saying is we're wasting our time even talking like that on the national radio program because we ain't trying to get snatched up under the Patriot Act and, and labeled as an enemy combatant. That's right. true. So That's gonna, true. If you're going to be real, be real and just say overthrow the government instead of using oh, no, cold words. I'm, I'm not trying, I'm not, we're not trying to overthrow the government or anything like that. No, we're not trying to do that. Not, so absolutely let, let not. Me, let me answer one of the other things. Uh, I vote, and I pay more attention to what's going on locally than I pay attention to what's going on nationally. I went to early vote the other day. Had the ballot, you had stuff to vote on on both sides of this long piece of paper. Mm -hmm. It was only one race on that ballot that had to do with the U.S. federal government, and that's for the Congress, House District 10 here in North Carolina. That was the only one. Out of all that other stuff, we were electing state judges. We were electing uh, the sheriff, who's the sheriff going to be, which I hope it stays the same because this sheriff doesn't engage in racial profiling. He's not participating in the, um, I forget the name of the program, where they're rounding up uh, uh, racially profiling Hispanic people and then putting them in jail and holding them for the federal government. That's not going on in the county that I live in. Unfortunately, I, I spent a few days, you know, in, in jail here in Gaston County, and I was not mistreated. I was not abused by the staff. Those are the things that matter that we're voting on when we go to these elections. We tend to simply think about oh, voting for a president or voting for a senator or voting for a congressperson. Well, what about your state judge? What about your local sheriff? You know, those policies that they implement have more impact on you than what they're going to do in Washington, D.C. That you know, that's my opinion. Well, like, hopefully, for example, that is hopefully, a fact, yo. Hopefully, folks will um, look at go wherever, whatever state you're in, go to the ballot and look and see what's on it before right, you actually right. have to vote. That that's the thing because I have been guilty in years over the years where I've gone to vote and didn't realize there were other things on the ballot that I need to be concerned, educated about. Right, you're, you're so, a property taxpayer, right, Tanya? Yes. 
y'all pay taxes. So it matters who, I don't know how y'all got it set it up in Virginia, but it matters who's on the Gaston County uh, uh, board here, board of commissions. Right. Because they decide on things right. like there that. Is a, there is a tax question or something on the ballot when I looked at it, and they did a really good job um, explaining it. So there were two questions on 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 the ballot um, when I looked for Virginia. So and in North Carolina, we got six proposed constitutional amendments by Republicans. Mm -hmm. And one of the what they're trying to do since they keep losing in federal court with this this voting ID is they're trying to make it part of the Constitution, the state Constitution. So I mean, I don't want. This Republican, because I, I I'm not a partisan person, you know, it's what's coming out your mouth, it's what you're doing that matters more to me than your party affiliation, because you got to belong to one or the other party to even get access to the ballot. But it's what, it's what you do once you get in there and the things that you're proposing. I don't want these Republicans who got a history of racism, and I ain't talking about a hundred years ago, I'm talking like a decade ago, of doing racist stuff. I don't want them uh, messing around with the state constitution. Okay, because that's going to impact me. So it's, it's more than just about the federal elections. It's about local elections, man. You, yeah, you want to get both. stopped and frisked, then don't pay attention to who's it's running. The, it's both. You know, yeah. that's all I wanted to share. Thank you, Scott. We appreciate it. Thank you, friend. All right. Y'all have a blessed day. Okay, you too. We got to take a break or we got a few minutes. Okay. Somebody have a comment? Hmm. Let, me, let me go back to, to something right quick. Um, the shootings in Pittsburgh and Kentucky. The one in Pittsburgh, um, the suspect uh, is being charged with hate crimes. Mm. The one in Kentucky, they are investigating. They're collecting information. They don't have enough right. intel just yet to right. determine what is yeah. taking place. The situation <laughs> in Kentucky, he allegedly went to a church, couldn't get in. Right, a black right. church. A black right. church. Doors were locked. Wait Doors a minute. Doors were locked. It was yeah. a black church. Wait a minute. With a... I find that strange that the doors were locked because that is contrary to a, to what a church is. It was a Saturday. Probably be. they probably did, weren't having service. That's what I'm thinking because it was on a Saturday. Am I? But again, lock them doors. Yeah, okay. people, churches are beginning lock to lock doors. doors. Are, the, are, the, are the churches person. are the churches locking doors as a result of stuff in, in that's happening in South Carolina? That kind of thing. Quite possible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really. As, as, as a security, security as a security issue. deterrent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Lots of churches Again, have their own security. And in the interesting yes, thing about the church shooting or the synagogue shooting, no, the when he went to the the, the black church, mm -hmm. wasn't there something said that there was, I guess, somebody there who had a permit to carry a gun. It was a white. I think it was a white. It was at the Kroger. Kroger. He killed the two people at the Kroger in the parking lot. But then there was I, I heard no. It. I think at the church it was something about a gentleman apparently was waiting for his wife. It was a black church, and I'm assuming that the gentleman that was waiting for his wife was white, mm -hmm. because he said the the gentleman got out of his car with his weapon drawn because he saw the man coming out. And he said, away from the door, he said, what's going on? And he said, whites don't shoot yeah. whites. You don't right. shoot me, I don't shoot you. White folk don't shoot, shoot white folks. I, I need to get the details on that myself. Because I'm, yeah. I'm still talking so, kind of so halfway. When, when you think about how that's all starting to play out in people's minds, mm -hmm. and, you, and, and the fact is that people are armed, and you don't know 
you know, and the places that are being attacked, schools, soft targets, churches, yeah. soft targets, soft targets, you know, grocery stores, grocery mm-hmm. stores, standing in a line, checking out, and somebody comes behind you and shoots right. you in the back of the head. Yeah, because you're black. Yep, and because they heard some stuff on TV, mm-hmm. or you know, come on, you know, taking back my country. Well, let me let me go let me go back <laughs> to something you said. I'm so, take back my country with the church. He didn't. He couldn't get into church because it was locked. It was locked, and most of the people were gone. I think they had a like seventy people, right. and they said ten people were left, but the church was locked. So he came away, and his he his weapon. He, you could see his weapon, right. and so that's when the gentleman got out of his car and approached him and said, "What's going on?" So the person that that got out was white. Sounds like it. Yeah, sounds like it. Okay, okay. or yeah. either look I th- like I it. I thought. I thought it was at the Kroger grocery store that. that he made that mm-hmm. comment, whites don't shoot whites, because he had killed the black people. And I thought that was what the case, it was um, a civilian or someone that um, was carrying a weapon at the Kroger grocery store that I think, was he shot at, that, at the grocery store? This man, the one that left the church, went to the grocery store okay. and shot after the people the facts, after right. the. No, fact. no, I'm not, not talking about him. I'm talking about how did they apprehend or how did they? Did the police? Was it the police that shot him? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. I don't know that part of the story. Yeah. So, but see, the he was he was shot. The interesting thing, though, but he survived. Another aspect of it would be that in most cases, you know, having a weapon is something that a lot of of us say no, no, I don't want to, but at the end of the day, it, 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 you're almost at a point that if everybody else is going to have one, and if we're getting to the wild, wild west, and so when you you walk out on the street, you don't know what's well, out there. You know, you But but the situation is, you can you can have a weapon and have a permit and still lose your life. Look at uh, Philando Castile, yeah. who but, had a weapon. Concealed weapon and and had it, had a permit and and still lost his life. Oh, you talking about with the, sh- the police shotting? Police shot. Oh, yeah, right. No, but see, so I, I, so I, it's, it's you were talking about going to the store with your Doc Vader well, mask. No, well, no, I was talking, but see, I knew that walking into yeah, a bank with this that, on, that's not smart. I look, that's not smart because I'm looking like I'm a robber. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not <laughs> healthy know, at all. So I, I but took the thing this is, okay, let me ask you. That's not question. healthy, Doc. So, I wouldn't try so, that if I was. So if you were to go into a bank with with a weapon, do you think you you would you know? If I had the thing is that you have a look, having being African American carrying a gun, you're gonna get saying. shot at the door. You, well, it, going into a bank and you have a, a, a that's not healthy, but a, that's not, that's not a healthy. gun Don't with know. a permit and everything. That's not healthy. And okay, let's say it's you and you know a, a white guy go in first with a gun, everything's cool, oh, but you like come a, behind him. Is it more with like a gun? That, that I you would think, be shot than him, of course. But nevertheless, that doesn't mean that if I have the right to have one. And if the world is moving in that direction, it makes no sense for me not to get one. See, if everybody knows that everybody has a gun, maybe people stop shooting. Is that what you're saying? That's one of the theories. Is that yes, yeah, but exactly. I'm saying you may that's lose your theory. life just because you have a gun, haven't done anything but just have a gun. You're it, it, black and you have a gun. That's it, two things. It, it's, it's like like they say, you don't go to a gunfight with a knife. Oh, yeah, I agree okay. with that. <laughs> okay, let's so. not go to the fight. Period. <laughs> <laughs> if you could avoid the fight. Truly. Right, but now are you gonna have, are you gonna be required to wait for the situation to come about, or is somebody gonna piss you off in traffic? And now, well, see, the thing is that that's the problem. That's a mental health factor. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's a different situation there. Well, we gotta take a break. We go to Black Talk commentary. Our friend Scotty Reed, take a listen. Life on the merry-go-round, and you 
can't find a fighter But I see it in you So we gon' walk it out Move mountains We gon' walk it out And move mountains And I'll Free and Friends Talk Show is a presentation of Freedom Marketing Incorporated. All rights reserved, views and comments expressed are not necessarily the views of the host and or this station. If you don't receive the full two hours of our show today, just go to TanyaFree.com to listen live. Trump exposed himself and others to be domestic enemies of the U.S. Constitution. Yes, the very Constitution that Trump and other members of his cabinet swore an oath to uphold and defend, but would undermine it if they had their way. The U.S. Constitution is the highest law of the land on which every law passed in the U.S. must meet constitutional muster determined by the U.S. federal courts. President Trump has been part of the birth of a movement that emerged during the candidacy of former President Barack Obama circulating propaganda that he wasn't a U.S. citizen, despite not only being born in Hawaii, but to a mother who was a U.S. citizen. Racism was at the root of the conspiracy theories concerning Obama, just as racism is the root of Trump's proposed executive order to circumvent the 14th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution in an attempt to end birthright citizenship granted by the 14th Amendment. We know racism is the motivating factor because Trump himself has called for more white immigrants from countries like Norway as opposed to non-white immigrants from S-hole countries. In support of this treasonous notion that Trump can circumvent the U.S. Constitution, conservatives are floating around the doctrine of intent. They are arguing that the authors who wrote and the legislatures who ratified the 14th Amendment intended to only grant citizenship to the victims of slavery and their future descendants, also known as African Americans. If that is their argument and they truly believe in it, then they should be more than willing to give up their U.S. citizenship granted by the 14th Amendment to 
to the immigrant parents like in Trump's case. Anyone granted citizenship by way of naturalization should be stripped of it if their ancestors came from Europe to the United States after the American Civil War, which would be well over half of the current citizens classified as white in the United States. If Trump does issue the proposed executive order, one could argue he has provided clear evidence that he should be impeached for violating his oath of office. This has been Scotty Reed with a Black Talk Radio commentary. Check out more commentary at blacktalkradionetwork.com. Are you searching for the best in online black radio? Then go to blacktalkradionetwork.com. Helping you filter through the noise. Real talk. Black talk. Tune into Just Jazz on Saturday nights from 9 until 11 p.m. right here on Tanya Free and Friends Radio Network. Join me, Ty Bailey, as I showcase the best in jazz, current releases, reissues, and selections from past great recordings. It's all right here on Tanya Free and Friends Radio Network at tanyafree.com. Just Jazz is also streamed 24 hours a day at tybailey.com. Have you checked out Tanya Free TV on Ustream? Watch our radio broadcast live and catch up on past video podcasts. Download the app or go to ustream.tv. To follow Tanya Free and Friends, stay in touch with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or text the word Tanya to 63975. Join the conversation. Tanya Free and Friends, on air, online, on point. In fact, no, brother man, here, have two. Two dollars means a snack for me, but it means a big deal to you. Be strong, serve God only. Know that if you do, beautiful heaven awaits. Asked to pull my rope for the first time. I saw a man with no clothes, no money, no plate, Mr. Wayne. Ask his name. No one ever knew his name, cause he's a no one. Never thought twice about spending on an old bum until I had the chance to really get to know one. Now that I know him, to give him money isn't charity. He gives me some knowledge, I buy him some shoes. And I think blacks spend all their money on big colleges. Still, most of y'all come out confused. Go ahead, Mr. Wendt. Go ahead, Mr. Wendt. Has freedom, a free that you and I think is dumb. Free to be without the worries of Join the conversation. Phone lines are open right now at area code 804 321 1010 in Central Virginia and 844 321 1010 coast to coast. Let me say this before we go on um, to encourage everybody to please, 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 please. Go out and vote this coming Tuesday. It is crucial. I mean, we have got to change the course of this country. And the only way we can do that if everybody goes out and vote. I have stopped listening to the polls. 
as to where we are, who's leading and that sort of thing. Because that happened with Hillary and people thinking that, you know, it was a shoe in and she had it and we see that's where we are. That's why we are where we are partly. And so it, it is crucial that we go out and, and let your voice be heard and take some people with you when you go, especially the seniors. You were talking about the seniors earlier. And cause a lot of times, you know, they may not have a way or especially if the weather's bad and what have you, folks want to stay home. I don't care if it's snowing, sleeting or whatever the case may be, please get out and cast your vote. Um, because it's, I mean, this is one of the most crucial uh, midterms that, to my knowledge, that we've ever had. Yeah. Definitely the most contentious that I can recall. And, and the most important. Because this, this is, this is going to be either a check or a pass on his dumb, anyway. This is Trump's legacy on the line right now. His whatever, legacy? Whatever, whatever you want. I don't, look, you don't have to agree with it. Sometimes you got to accept things for what they are. The truth ain't got no friends. You understand that? So you don't have to. You don't have to like it. I it is what it is. That hashtag. You know you didn't stop lying. Yes, I did. <laughs> I know you did. I give, I give it to you. At best, you got it for me. At best, you got, at best you got it for at me. At best, the truth ain't got no friends. This man's legacy is on the line. Even if it is airfield, doesn't make a difference. He legacy. knows good and well that if next Tuesday goes any direction other than crystal clean for him, it's a wrap. And you got to remember, oh, Wednesday, high. Thursday next week, Mueller says he is dropping. Something next week. Don't know what it is. We'll see what happens. But this thing is going to snowball one direction or the other beginning next week. Like on Tuesday, it's all on the line. That's why he's hitting 11 states in 48 hours. Without, we know he that. has to solidify something. Mm -hmm. Even just enough to galvanize the retarded base he has. And I'm going to say it again. The retarded base he has. Challenge me on it. I don't mind. You bunch of slack jaw yokels need to wake up. Okay, all righty then. Which makes me wonder about the black folks I see in the crowds at his rallies. Some of them are slack jaw yokels too. Well, hold on. What about uh, when he went to, what is it, the Young Black something? Yeah, the conservative oh. um, conference. No, no, no. Were, were they black conservatives? Yes. Yes. Yes, I, I didn't yeah. get that part. I was yes. like, and, and, and it was more than four to five years. It was good. It was good. And they were wearing the Make the America hats. Great hats like, on yes, as well. You know what? Rules. I don't have a problem with being a conservative. I have no problem with that. You can be conservative all day long. Oh, yeah. But the fact that fact of the matter is when you support him and he is uh, in your going against your best interests, by, that, because of your black I, skin, and and you're a young person, I I, I couldn't understand that. I just I because, was just baffled. Because see, you're attributing, I think, certain, how should we say, positive attributes to the decision process. They were probably bought. They, you know, somebody who I got them. These were young African Americans, brothers and sisters. They got paid. I did. I said, like, what? No, paid not that many. Okay. Not that many. No. It was there was so many in the crowd because I was listening to it on the radio, and I, I'm like, are uh, these African Americans? And then I went back the, and I looked at the pictures. There are a lot of people getting paid. There's a lot of money in yes. politics for yeah, the optics. Without a doubt, the optics. That's the optics. That's a good word. Optics is what that was about. Optics. How yeah. much? How much? I can see if you got one or two. I can see if you got one or two. How much would they have to Maybe give three or four. That's the. That, that's the. This thing. was but, a room full yeah, of young millennials. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. <laughs> this this were a room full of young millennials. But listen, I'm like, when when you see <laughs> Trump and there's that one brother that's standing there with that sign black. I'm saying it's one thing. I've got one or two. It's different. It's the same thing. You got to know his history though. It's a room full of young millennials. optics. 
Optics. I, I just couldn't understand optics. that. I just couldn't yeah, understand. But that. It, it was, it was beautiful for the for the for the for the moment for the cause. It was. What we've done, and I think that if you look back and put this election into or the issues of this election into a context, the voter suppression piece has been going on for years. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. You know, I mean I mean for years. These state legislatures they've been putting all these obstacles. State registrars have been putting up obstacles. Removing polling places well, exactly. you know, from the middle of West, town of but, but, but all of this, but, but, but let me finish. All of this has been going on, and all of what? a sudden, it seems to be all of a sudden it was urgent. Thirty days out from the election, mm -hmm. you can't do much in court with thirty days out for it. No, you want to get a case heard. Exactly. So the thing is that if the people who really should have been focused on suppression issues should have been working on this since. 2016, they have it. They only started a month ago. Are you sure they have it, or have you just not heard about well, it? Well, the thing is, what's happened is that you continue to hear They've been about talking about it. Legislatures are all over the country right. have been, and registrars have been doing things to obstruct and suppress the vote. Yes. So going back to a, a point, I think how you change things. The voter suppression issue is one of those issues that needs to be put on the front It's a lot of and, issues. I know, but it needs to be done well, starting the day after this election. But the thing is, that's, that's why, that's I'm going to be huge, honest man. with you, I'm PO with the Democrats right now because they take our vote for granted and we allow it. What, yeah, Ray, was talking, what Ray was talking about, how do we change things? Things we the people that you know. We're, I know we're competing against money, but our you were saying it earlier, Frida, during the break. We need to exercise our our uh, economic power Absolutely. and and withdraw those companies that are funding these folks that are going against our best interests. See, that's okay, how our that, brothers and sisters did it. That, our ancestors did it. Oh, that's 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 one part yeah. of it. Of so course. what, what, what part is that? But see, corporations have diversified. You have to put it in the context. You have a two-party system. So the two-party system is a right platform for a good deal of corruption to go on between the two. Without a doubt. Okay, and, let me, and, let me and put and it this way. Is, we need to be more like Colin Kaepernick, plain and simple. Well, and Rihanna. And see, and the problem is we are afraid. People are afraid. Let's, let's be real about it. That's, that's basically what it boils down Look, to. Could, it could, is. Could, could Colin Kaepernick get the Democratic nomination for any post? No. Because why, but why, could, but why, but why not? Let me ask why not. Because from the system, us, we the, we the people. No, the system is corrupt. It's not. True. It's not the people. Yeah. It's the system. True. You were talking about systemic okay, issues. Okay, so, Look, where, so where, where is he? Where is Kaepernick from? I, don't I know. cannot tell you um, offhand. He's from my Because somebody looked that up. Where Colin Kaepernick is from? He used to play basketball. Doc, I'm, 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 I don't I play may, for San Francisco, I, 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 but I don't, I don't know dare do it often. But I, I may be willing to side against you on that. Okay, go. I think I really do think that based on where he's based on where his district is, I I'm, think Kaepernick could go in there, run for, and secure public office. But my. But what, he I'm, I'm, I'm with him. Why well, okay, not? Okay, Why well, can't we make it happen? Well, if he were, See, in, you sound like the if he were in Oakland, California, maybe. If, he, so, if he's in Oakland, yeah, I think he got that. Okay. But San Francisco. But if he's running, if he's that. running for statewide office, it ain't gonna happen. Mm -hmm. It simply ain't gonna happen. Yeah, no. he's from Milwaukee. He's in Milwaukee. See, he'd get now, that. But going back to Kaepernick, he'd get now, that. But see, the thing I'm, is, I'm, no, you know what? But you know what? I, I'm Harvey? sorry. I, I have to. I have anything is possible. Okay, I really do. No. But, but if we we had a black president, we can do it. We we do not. <laughs> we 
do not think outside of the box like we have to go away. We don't think outside the box and make things happen. Okay, plain look, and simple. Look, look, and I and I, I look at Stacey Abrams and I look at um, Andrew Gillum and they are both, to, in my opinion, thinking outside the box. And I truly do believe that they, they're going to make. I mean, the way they when are, you say thinking outside the box, explain that. Why do you think they, they are, are? They are not doing the same old Democrat democratic dance that the Democrats want them to do. And we was talking during a break as to when you look at them and you look at Ben Jealous, Ben Jealous is, has been barely been mentioned. He is running <laughs> for governor for Maryland. And from my understanding, he is trailing. Anybody looked that up as to how bad he's trailing. Bigly. Whereas um, Stacey Abrams is giving... Um, the, her competitor run for his money in Georgia as well as Andrew Gillum giving... Well, um, yeah, she's, you, you can't compare those two because his potentially the first black woman, black person and woman to be um, to hopefully be nominated and to actually potentially win in Georgia, that's way huger than anything in Maryland going on with somebody black running for office. Way huger. But I'm saying, Andrew, Futures, I'm saying Ben Jealous should be, hope, be doing a whole lot Better? out there for the mere fact that he was um, NAACP president for... Mm -hmm. Maybe that tells you something about his issues. Uh, yeah, that's possible too. Same old, same old dance. That's it, my it point. It might not be what he got going for him. It might be what he, what he got against him. I, I'm just saying. Yeah, it could be. Well, I just, I just, I just, I just think that Stacey Abrams and Andrew Gillum are 18. refreshing. They are exemplary. They are refreshing. They're Put it that way. They're exemplary. He's 18 back. points down. Yep. Ooh, good gosh. Ben Jealous, okay. 18 points down. And, and so in Maryland, for him to be 18 points down seems like he's missed the part of his own base. That's why he ain't advertising anything. Why, why, why blow money? Well, he needs to recover for the next two years. Those are campaign uh, contributions. Okay. Has he gotten any? I want to go. Of any, of any significance. He's in Maryland. Of course Frida. he has. I want to go back mm. to these young black conservatives. Um, <laughs> I was pretty sad and upset about that. Okay. And you guys are saying um, you think they were bored. Maybe. Mm -mm. That, that might make me feel a little better if that was the case. No, it won't. But I listened <laughs> to um, some of the video, and one young man um, said he was a Trumplican, not a Republican. A Trumplican. Trumplican. And, you know, I understand them saying that the things that they want that haven't been realized with the Democrats, I can agree with that. Um, but then they talked about they were seeking truth, and Donald Trump had done nothing wrong yet. And one young man said, well, my parents um, were immigrants from another country, and I have a law degree, so you can do whatever. And I was thinking, well, hopefully your parents are not from one of those countries that he called the blind hole. Mm -hmm. So, you know, <laughs> and they talked about how they had lost friends and family. I don't get it. I understand, you know, okay, the Democrats haven't done it, but to identify 45 as a role model and somebody that you want to emulate, I don't get it. You know, I take well, a lot of things to back to the self-hatred. Moving to the front of the line. You know, the self-hatred now. Kanye Well, West. I'm not, you know, I made a decision. I wasn't going to talk about Kanye anymore because if he has a mental illness, then I'm, gonna, I'm, a, I'm a champion for people that have emotional 
and mental health problems, so I won't talk about him um, anymore. I will. I'm going to tell you about Kanye. I will. I'm going to change it for the call, too, but Kanye West lost his mind. Influence though. I'm Absolutely, not that's why I'm you can't about talk about him like somebody. I got, a, I got cousins just like it. Watch this. <laughs> Kanye West still can't come back to, to to Big Mama House for Thanksgiving dinner. I don't care what he said. Oh, he he's, he's apologized for the. It's, it's a soft apology, I guess you would say. Yeah. Kinda. Don't use me for. Don't use me for your base. Uh, I, I wasn't expecting all this. I'm, I'm out of politics completely. But you know what? You you sold. You put so much in that cart and pushed it down the hill. And now that it's wrecked and you've lost everything in it, now you want people to come back and help you put stuff back in there and build you a brand new cart and keep it. Shut you know, up. You know what his problem is? Shut he, up. he had the prop, same problem that Tiger Woods had. He has don't have any real friends. Mm, no, no they, they're friends. two different ball games. No, uh-uh. no, this is nope. two different. Two Let different, me explain. Two, Let two me different, explain. Two different issues. Two different. Tiger Woods. Kanye West has. Can has I finish, issues, please? You know. He absolutely does. That's why you can't talk Ta- about him. Tiger like Woods has no friends rational. because how he got caught out. Why do you? Why are you going someplace and you're using your own phone if you're going to go pick up girls? Why do you think? that nobody's going to see that and say something. You have no friends. Kanye West is the same way as much as he ain't got no friends. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, uh, talk to Trump about, no, you're not. Here's the history of, of Donald Trump right before I'm your eyes. <laughs> Why are you <laughs> going to be it. that brother? Okay, you explain it. You, be that you can explain it to me during a break. Today's jazz thankful. I want to be sponsored by Hong never. Kong Taylor's Richmond VA. We'll be right back. Everybody in here thankful? We're going to sing. We want you to sing. All right? Here we go. Though you may not try a great big
Valentine, you're free. Fall is here and the holidays are around the corner. Hong Kong Custom Tailors, 1839 West Broad, is your one-stop shop for fashion. Custom ready to measure suits, custom monogram shirts, pants, sport coats, overcoats, designer shoes, headwear, women's fashions, expert alterations, and more. First-time shoppers will get a discount just by saying Tanya Free sent you. Hong Kong Custom Tailors, 1839 West Broad, 804-359-5441. Tanya Free and Friends would like to welcome Waterfall Salon and Massage Med Spa as one of our newest sponsors with two locations in Richmond, Virginia. Give them a call at 804-644-4002 or visit them on the web at waterfallsalonandmassagemedspa.com. the conversation. Phone lines are open right now at area code 804-321-1010 in Central Virginia at 844-321-1010 coast to coast. I'm going to talk about we talk about Halloween and I want to talk about Megan Kelly's comment. Let me read it here. Um, but what is racism? She let me let me go back. Um, I'm trying to remember who she, who did she have on the show? I can't remember two people she had over. Anyway, this is her comment. Uh, but what is racism? Kelly asked on her show because you do you get in trouble if you 
a white person who put on blackface for Halloween or a black person who put on whiteface for Halloween. But when I was a kid, that was okay, as long as you were dressing up like a character. And this is what she was saying on uh, on her show yeah, that was and talking bad. about Halloween, that it was okay to do blackface. <laughs> well, that has been all over the place. Well, I'm not going to say all over the place before the mere fact that um, she's in, she, she lost her show, and there's a lot of legal um, negotiation going on as to whether or not it was okay for the mere fact. I, let me put it this way. NBC has had other folks on the show doing blackface, and, and I understand, um, I'm not even going to call the names, but did she did she go you know go too far? What do you all think? Well, first of all, that was their opportunity to sever their relationship with her because the ratings right. were low. Yeah, yeah. I agree. That's so I agree. When they got Megan Kelly, they knew what they were getting. She wasn't. She said lots of things on Fox. Okay. They wanted to get. Um, they wanted some to get more, her shot. It didn't work. And they wanted to get some more conservative women. They thought she could bring them on. So they got what they got. But this was their opportunity to sever their relationship. Well, let me let me play I this piece right agree. here. Absolutely. Go ahead, y'all. It play like, it. it Joining me now, co-host of PBS's In Principle, Amy Holmes, and host of the digital show, Roland Martin Unfiltered, Roland Martin. I just, I love you guys. So thank you so much for that. <laughs> Love you, too. Thank you both for being mm -hmm. here. Um, you know, it's not an easy discussion, but Roland, I did listen yesterday, and what was very clear in what I read and what I heard is that the history here, when it comes to that term and this issue, is deeply disturbing. I think the problem is, for African Americans, we know the history, and too many white Americans don't know or won't accept it. And the reality is, it is American history, yours and mine. When you look at blackface, white, white entertainers wore blackface uh, to mimic uh, African Americans, uh, to caricature African Americans. Uh, when you look at the minstrel shows, black entertainers were forced to wear blackface uh, because whites did not even want to see the humanity of black people, so therefore they had blackface. Uh, last night, I looked at Spike Lee's 2000 movie, Bamboozled, which dealt with this. And they actually, the Jada Pinkett Smith character actually talked about exactly how they created it. And what they did was they poured alcohol on two corks, burned it to a crisp, mashed it to a powder, added water and mixed it to a thick paste and then applied it to the faces of black people. Then they had put, would take red lipstick and put it on the lips, but then on the outside of the lips to create this, this, this image. But this thing went beyond just that. Uh, you look at the Jim Crow Museum that's at Ferris State University, where this is American history, where black people have been assaulted in magazines, television, radio, all of these images that have continued for, for centuries and, and then, of course, decades, going up to the 1960s and to some degree in the 70s, and we still see it present day. And so this is American history. The problem is too many of us grew up learning his story and not actual history. And that's the problem that we have to accept. And when we are grown, when we are educated, we have to go beyond what we were taught, what we learned in our households and say, I better be fully aware of real American history as opposed to being in denial about what, is, what actually took place in this country. Mm -hmm. And the other piece of it is that seeing a white person darken her skin, even for a costume today, evokes that past. 
Well, absolutely it does. It does. Because you're speaking to, again, a history. Look, if you want to dress up like James Earl Jones and come into America, somebody sent me a photo, you can put the costume on. You don't have to darken your face. We have to deal with also the reality of colorism in this country, uh, that the American beauty standard since we were created, because this is about whiteness, okay? If we really want to be honest, America was created to be a white nation. The beauty standard was a blonde, blue-eyed, white woman. And so black women have had to deal with uh, the critique of their hair, their lips, and their hips, uh, and, and all of that. And so when you have to deal with that, uh, you're understanding how deep this thing is. Uh, this is the 50th anniversary of King's assassination, the 50th anniversary of the Fair Housing Act, but also the 50th anniversary of the Kerner Commission report, which said there were two white Americas, one white, one black. Most black folks who even came into journalism came in after the Corona Commission, which was all based upon race riots. And so media, the reason this story just boomeranged all around is because media has been the main driver of these racist caricatures throughout American history, and that's why it's such a huge story. Mm -hmm. What did you think? Uh, I'll be honest, when I saw the headlines, I cringed, and I was like, oh, dear, um, that it does need to be talked about. Uh, and I had the sense that maybe there was a bit of a blind spot and an overcorrection of an overcorrection, if you know what I mean. Uh, that the history of blackface, as Roland laid out, is the caricature of African Americans as mentally diminished, emotionally immature, subservient, all for the mock, to mock African Americans for white entertainment. And maybe this was something that wasn't fully understood. But I did understand the idea of, but I love this character. I love Diana Ross or, you know, any number of African-American characters and real people historically. But even there, Megan, Hollywood also has a disreputable history of hiring white actors to play ethnic minorities because of racist casting practices. So instead of hiring a talented black actor or Native American or Hispanic American, you'd have a white actor putting on dark face to play that character. Even if it was meant to be respectful or thoughtful um, and reflective, it still reflected in our culture a non-acceptance of ethnic minorities uh, in media representation. Not even actor. I know people don't know one wants to talk about Bill Cosby these days. But the reason there was a black stuntman association is because Bill Cosby was standing next to when he was doing I Spy and they, in, and they had a scene, an action scene, and it was a white man who was putting on blackface to be his stunt double. Bill Cosby said, what? no, no, no. Y'all go hire somebody black. That's what led to the creation of the Black Stuntmen uh, Association. There was a documentary that was done on them. This, that was in the 60s. This is American history. We, we live in constant denial. Today, we're dealing with Confederate statues and monuments, and people are saying, well, okay, this is really no big deal why you're upset. But we have to recognize, over the last, look, I'm, I'll be 50 years old, November 14th. How many universities have we seen where they've had thug parties and ghetto parties where white fraternities and sororities dressing up uh, in afros and blackface and wearing grills and putting on uh, uh, big chains to mimic African-Americans? Well, you want to mimic a, a rapper, mimic the white rappers out there, dress up like Eminem. But no, that's not exactly what is done. It is, that, that is a caricature. And you, when you have that constant assault, what people don't understand is that black people in America Next year will mark the 400th anniversary of the first 20-odd Africans arriving in this country in August of 1619 in Virginia. For 399 years, this constant assault, this degradation, and this demeaning of how we look and how we act. 
we are just 50 years removed from yep. Dr. King's assassination. In 25 years, Megan, we will be a majority nation people of color. And white America has to come to grips with that because now that's going to mean power. That's going to mean economics. It's going to mean that, look, that, that the notion of what is considered American values will have to be now looked at differently because people of color will be also making that determination, not just white Americans. How, how do we talk about race and our country's history with race and have a real conversation? Well, I think with information, with sensitivity, and uh, with also the knowledge that as a country, we have struggled, paid a very dear price, and we continue to do to try to be a, a country where we have dignity toward each other and different racial groups. So the Halloween costume controversy. To me, the line is actually not that difficult to draw. There's a difference between dressing up as, say, you know, a character with clothing, those types of things, versus racial mockery. And painting blackface. Well, so are you going to do the lips? Are you going to do the, like where does that go? Uh, your producers asked me, well, what would be an example that I think is okay? I think little kids all across America, if they want to dress up like the Disney princesses from Frozen, go for it. Wear the gown, wear the sparkles. Uh, but it would certainly be very strange if that turned into some sort of like ethnic mockery uh, on that part. Mm -hmm. uh, do you see what I'm saying? Plus, so, you got to yeah. realize how powerful colorism is. Zoe Saldana is a woman of color who got highly criticized because they darkened her skin when she played Nina Simone. Because that, that went into why couldn't you hire a dark-skinned woman to play the role? Yeah. You ask the question, how do you have the conversation? Here's the thing that we don't want to accept. This is what I call an informal gathering. You, no one person could control who sits in this audience. But we control who we eat lunch with. We control who we go to dinner with. We control who we invite to our houses. And if we really want to be honest, Americans live in silos. White folks stay with white folks. Black folks stay with black folks. Latinos stay with Latinos. Asians with Asians. Native Americans with Native Americans. And it's rare when in voluntary situations we actually cause ourselves, I need to learn more about you. I need to understand you and where you come from. But also asking the question, I don't know. I worked with a guy, Tim Madigan, who grew up in Iowa, didn't see black people until he went to college. All these racial things happened. He never understood why black folks responded the way he did until he wrote the book on the Tulsa race riot. And then he began to interview and he hears these stories of elderly black people kneeling in their homes and guns put to the back of their head and they were killed uh, based upon a lie uh, and how this whole town was, uh, was destroyed. Tim said, Roland, for the first time, I then understood why black people felt the way they did. And he said, as a white man, I had to force myself to own up to my lack of understanding, my lack of history. And I would say the same thing, Megan, whether it's you, whether somebody sitting in this audience, being honest that, wait a minute, how did I grow up? And have to go inside of yourself and say, what was I taught? What did my parents teach me? What did my friends teach me? And do I allow people to say things around me that have racial implications and I say nothing? Because I don't really want to upset the apple cart. Let me look at who's in my office. Who's on my staff? Who are executives? I've been in media since I was 14 years old. One of the fundamental problems we have, that white men still run media across the board. Mm -hmm. I mean, I literally, I mean, do understand, and this is just understand how this thing impacts us. When I sat with Ken Jouts, executive vice president at CNN, I did, a, I did a pilot. He literally, I used the word brother. I was interviewing the guy who later became the first black president. And I talked about health care, and I said, man, that really hurt a brother having to file for bankruptcy because of health insurance. 
He said to me, hey, you know, be careful using the word brother because we don't want to alienate white viewers and being too ethnic. And I'm going, but that's my story. And I was talking to a black man. But Glenn Beck could use the word brother and it's perfectly fine. And the fact that he would say that to me in that context is, wait a minute, hold up. Why can I just be me? Why is it that, okay, you're too black, Roland? Well, how am I too black? Because I am black. <laughs> and so we have to understand how deep this goes because now it impacts raises, it impacts promotions, it impacts who we work with. And so we, I think, are in total denial of how deeply embedded race is in the DNA of America and how it impacts so many things that are done in this country. And if we have a discussion and just be honest... And somebody says, look, look, I don't know. Share with me. Yeah. Educate yeah. me. That also, I think, would change the suit. And on a personal level, for all of us to challenge stereotypes that we may have about different racial and ethnic groups and say, wait a minute, is that fair, the way that I'm relating to other people or making assumptions? Uh, that's a part, I think, of the journey. But at th the last point is... I can play Diana Ross. I'm sorry, Megan, you can't. <laughs> no, 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 no. Megan, you, you can. No, no, Megan, don't. you can play Diana Ross just like you can play any other character, but you just put on a gown, grab a fan, and then have big hair, you're fine. <laughs> but that's the mistake that we make when we say, oh, I want to I cross that line. Yeah. There are lines, and there's history, and there's pain, and when we acknowledge that, then we can learn and grow from it. From it. But as long as we as Americans live in denial and act as if that stuff does not matter, then we will continue to have this problem in the next 400 years. Listen, I, well said. All I can say is, for my part, I have been listening and learning. And I'm grateful to both of you to have this conversation here on the set today and to those who reached out to me via Twitter. <laughs> um, I've heard you too. Thank you. Thank you very much. And we'll be right back. I need to believe my thoughts bigger just can't define 
wish I could turn back the hands of time. Us in the six, shop for new clothes and kicks. You and me taking flicks, making hits, stages they receive you on. Still can't believe you're gone. Give anything to hear half your breath. I know you're still living your life after death. If you suffer from chronic pain and stress, then getting regular medical massage is essential. Medical massage practitioner Nasser Staples has over 20 years of experience. Waterfall Salon and Massage Med Spa is the only place to treat migraines, arthritis, sciatica, or neck and shoulder pain. They offer a variety of services with convenient locations on both sides of the river. Mention this ad and you get 10% off your first. Visit them on the web and Facebook. Call 804-644-4002. Waterfall Salon and Massage Med Spa. The Tanya Free and Friends Talk Show is sponsored in part by Furniture at the Venus. Hi, I'm Chocolate Chip, and your home is the place that says the most about who you are. Furniture at the Venus has a huge selection of styles that make a statement. Visit our showroom at 1420 Hall Street, Suite A, and check out our full line of dining room sets, living rooms, and bedroom sets, and more. Be sure to ask about our weekly Tanya Free and Friends specials on everything in the store, including king and queen mattresses, sets to fit any budget, with new arrivals daily, let Charles and Nancy Shaw show you their complete line of home furnishings and accessories. Give them a call at 804-232-3500. That's 804-232-3500. That's Furniture at the Venus, 1420 Hall Street, in the heart of Southside Richmond. Join the conversation. Phone lines are open right now at area code 804-321-1010 in Central Virginia at 844-321-1010 coast to coast. Megan Kelly and I think um, which was excellent, Roland Martin and Amy Holmes did an excellent job with, ex with explaining to her as to why her comments were unacceptable. Mm -hmm. um, we were talking during a break as to whether or not, you know, she was really aware as to what she said was offensive or not. And I think it was 50-50 in a room. 
you said yeah. that she you. Was, she, yeah. She, kept, she, she, she may not have known for sure, but she do know now. She knew. I said she knew. But she knows now. I'm not sure. Looking at her face and everything, and to have Roland is, is one of the, if you're going to be set straight, Roland Martin will do just that. He is not going to, you know, give you any slack whatsoever. And I really think he. Come with facts. Yeah. Right. She's not, she not, she not going to get a pass from Roland Martin. That's my point. And she went too far. And I, I'm of the impression. I don't, I don't think she meant to go the route that she did up front, but I'm. I feel unbelievably aware that she knew where she, it made one of these. She did it. She said it, and when they went up there, she was like, "Oh my God, oh I can't believe." It. And then you know, I hear she has this thing. She has her lawyer. She's lawyered up very hard, and she's coming yeah. in. Oh, of course, well, there's sixty-seven think, million dollars on the table. What, see, what, so. yeah. Well, I think what is being talked about is as to whether or not should she have lost her job as a result of it. Yes, and the lawyers are looking <laughs> at are looking yes, at the, looking at. Past um, things that NBC has had, you know, where folks have, I think, in blackface. So, mm. you know, the question is, should she have lost a job? They've got a contract. Of course. Should, should she have lost a job they, based they, they on what she didn't have any they malice behind They have a contract. Yes. I believe they, they probably have a provision that says that, you know, in a sense, if she's detrimental to the, to the network, yeah. she's out of there. And like I said, well, I they, think they've canceled the show. The show has been canceled, no question right. about that from well, my understanding. But should she have lost her job as a I result agree. of that particular comment? I is my agree. Question. Well, let me ask you a know. question. Didn't Roland Martin lose his job because of a comment he made about if his nephew was gay when he worked for CNN? I don't, oh, I don't know. I don't know. He may have. I, I think he He's, did. The, the standard is out there. Kelly deserved yeah. to lose her job, period, point. But let's say if she did, like we were talking about off the air a little mm -hmm. while ago, Let's say she didn't know. She was not aware of the depths of her comments. You fire her for GP with that alone. You are a journalist on a major network, and right. you did not know how offensive this can be. You need to go. You need to right. go. She should have known. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she should have known. You should have known. And if you can't handle that conversation with a little more intelligence than to go that direction. You're you're unbelievably incompetent. You know, you and, and this, this so far like, uninformed. You need to go. This sounds right. like the argument right. with some guy talking about why black why black men are so much quicker because of the fast twitch nerve and that sort of thing and trying to. It's sort of a joke, but yeah, the we got an extra line, bone on our leg. Or something. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and the point is, is that he made the comment. Factually, it's correct, but at the same time, you kind of can't say that. You follow what I'm saying? As he was, as he tries to, I, I didn't mean it the way it came out, and so on and so on. Well, the die's already been cast. I'm sorry. That's that's the cultural game that's being played, played every day in, in every this day. country. Yeah. It's, it's cultural, and it, so the, it's, the, it's a gotcha thing, right? And oh, I didn't know that that was. Yeah, of course. Come on, right? You know, it's cultural. Yeah. But what if they? What if they genuinely did not know? I I, I would probably go. She probably did not know. The, the depth. The, oh, no, hell, I didn't I mean, even know the depth. I think you're but, right. right. Really? She didn't but she went cultural. As, as far as they oh, went with that, no, I didn't right. need... Oh, I know that long. Yeah. That's old hat. I knew about, if that was this this much, I knew from about to here. Yeah. And anything past the service was was ground yeah. You can't yeah. do that. Yeah. So... Um, it's a, it, uh, again, let's say hypothetically, she knew nothing of it and just went off of what she was feeling at the time, how it shouldn't be a problem, yada, yada, yada. You fire on the spot for being unbelievably incompetent. 
spewing this crap on a major network. You have got to go. And I find out that you can't that you sold us I, I this gigantic bag of what you can do, and I find out you you well, she can. you can't wire a cable. You know what? You're fired <laughs> off the top. Well, it, it gave just them a for your rank incompetence because you lied to us to get rid you of her go. because the ratings were low anyway. Her ratings were low. They, they, it was they, a great move for them to yeah. do. They didn't get from her what they were thinking that they would that it was going to be this big. They didn't get the bang for the buck. And, she got right. seven million dollars, and you're not giving the bang for the buck. The ad revenue is not coming in because your ratings are low. Right. So, oh, she she said now, what? Now what did she say? Her. Oh, <laughs> this is easy. Right. Bring her in here. Call upstairs. What Roland yeah. Martin was talking about as yeah. far as casting is concerned, take a look at like um, old westerns. The folks that are that are portrayed as as Native Americans, they're white. Ain't if if they're not white, then they're probably Latin. No, they weren't Latin. Uh, Ricardo Montalban played in, uh, played a Native American on several occasions in um, uh, uh, in westerns. Okay, that yeah, much yeah, I do well, know. Let me let true. me go to line one. Hey, Reggie, yeah. how are you, Frank? Hey, um, I'll come back. Hey, to you. how you doing, Ty? We're <laughs> good. How are you? A lot of westerns, man. At the beginning of Virginia State Showdown. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I don't know. If you, well, Megan Kelly will be back at Fox in two months. Where she likes being at home, so that's a whole nother story. Yeah, and if and if not, she got enough money to take care of herself. I mean, what you said, sixty, seventy million. Um, she yeah. had her initial contract and, was sixty-seven million. She didn't get it all, but she wants Don it. Don Lemon makes under two hundred thousand, and he's on a major network. Who's that? <laughs> Don Lemon. He makes oh, um, just about two hundred thousand. Oh my! Go figure. <laughs> but real quick. Did you hear the statement that Hillary Clinton made about Cory Booker and yeah, her? Yeah, Frida was just talking about that. Yeah, double standard. You know, I'm independent. Reggie, Reggie, um, tell our listeners what what you're talking about. Well, basically, Hillary Clinton was being interviewed, and the young lady brought up two individuals that might could run for president of the United States. And the young lady said, well, Cory Booker or you Eric Holder? And Hillary says, oh, well, you know, they all look alike. Wow, I'm gonna see if I can find that piece and play it next week. Yeah, it's on my Facebook page. If you okay, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Social media no strikes again. Ain't nothing changed the dates on the calendar. Ain't no cut calls. I know, I know, I know. Okay, super. Well, definitely hope we win. No question about that. Yeah, we took a whooping last week, so we should won. Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. I know it. That's a whole nother thing. But hey, great show, guys. We always good talking to you, Reggie. All right, take care. Have a good one, friend. Yep, man. I'm going to see if I can find that piece and play it next week. Um, I was going to say um, the lack of Native American representation in the media is such that you remember the commercial that you saw when you were a kid with the, with the Native American guy in the canoe rolling through a harbor and looking around and all this pollution, and he turns and got a little teardrop out of his eye. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't Native American. That wow. particular person was not. <laughs> now, that I look at as being as more... That's kind of a compound thing where uh, Native Americans have gotten so eradicated, it's hard to find one. Either, either that and or they are now so segregated um, into, uh, into their reservations, don't nobody want to go bother to go grab an authentic Native American to not even speak, just show up. That's it. Yeah, you know, Again, that's, that goes back to the whole casting mm-hmm. thing Roland Martin well, was talking that's, about. That's true. I mean... Because we are still um, dealing with us being um, looked upon as, you know, being leaders in various roles. Um, and I was just talking 
watching something the other night and how we are still stereotyped. And oh, yeah. if you look at some of the shows and the black person always speaking as if they, you know, came from the hood or 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 white people's or, perception or like of. you said the chains and the and the hats and how we look and how we are actually portrayed is still an issue. You can look at the commercials. That too. Look at the commercials and see how they portray people of color. Yes. And the roles that they play and how at the end of the day it's always it gives you a cultural piece that very much is in line with that DNA. A two minute, a two minute snip of what McDonald's thinks black folks right. are supposed to be. And, and you can, and you can take, take it a step further. Black folks the commercials, and the shows that we watch, and the type of commercials that are, you know, they they think, you know, they cater to us in a, in a certain way. Mm -hmm. Certain commercials, um, a lot of payday loan type things, or whereas in the morning when I'm watching Morning Joe, stock market and and various, you know. Um, the Cosby Show was about as anti-stereotype as you can get, because everybody in that had a, in there had a job or had aspirations to go to college, so on and so on. Right. You just watch some of the family shows now, and somewhere, somehow, somebody got to be a drug dealer or yeah. or of that ilk or just that got, kind of thing. Just got out of jail. Just got out of jail. Just got out of jail. Right. Out of jail. You know, trying to get it together. You know. Right. Cosby created yeah. an entire show that was nothing but young, positive, black, educated, fresh black adults who were. Going or Go trying somewhere. to get into yeah. college. Exactly. Yeah. An entire show of get your black tail to college and change the world. What's the mindset? The mindset. It was incredible. Yeah, positive. And, and you know, my, just. In my travels, I have white folks that, because I speak the way I do that kind of thing. Okay, don't I, start that, please. Don't like, start hey. that. They're looking at me like, <laughs> why do you talk like that? I'm like, did you all never see the stop, Cosby show? Stop, there, stop, stop. I mean, right it wasn't there. made by Steven Spielberg. You know, one of the young men that <laughs> the black conservatives said, he said, I'm intelligent, I'm articulate. So if I, and then he started using a muffled tone of voice and said something about rappers. So if you want me to be like that, then I don't want to be black. What? So, you oh know, my. even. He's well, you, you got to let him go ahead and run it. It's, that's going to run his course because he's going to mm -hmm. he's going to get a reminder, right? Sometime Absolutely. soon he'll he'll get he'll get his he'll get his 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 moment. His Negro wake up his, his, the, the, the the moment you know what I'm talking about. The Negro he'll, wake up. Call. He'll have his moment, and when Michael he does, Jackson when he hit. does, he'll feel the full measure of what he what he's been told he is in this country, and he'll have an unbelievable choice to make it that time frame. As as well, almost every black man in this country, in my opinion. Has to go through. I'm not discounting Absolutely. black women in the struggle. Don't get me wrong, but from my perspective, I'm telling you right now, there's a day coming, and you got to you gonna have to stand like a man and take it because this world has got a plan for you, whether you have a plan for it or not. And if you're black in this country, you're almost behind in the lines. Yeah. I, I just have an issue with us. You know, once again, it goes back to us allowing our voices to be heard to change that. I really do. I, I, just, I just see you Tuesday. <laughs> See you too. You know, Me? one of my girlfriends, um, somebody in her family goes to Lee Davis, and yesterday he came to school call because apparently people stood around his desk and carved the N word. This mm. was just yesterday, and the teacher called and said an incident, and they posted the picture of on social. Media. And was he it in the news? To, was the story in the news? No, but 
I've, I've said I've this. said to them, talk to the school administrators, then take it to the media because right. I know they'll be dismissing so this, you. This was at Robert right. E. Lee High School, Robert E. Lee Jefferson Davis High School. Damn. All right, we got to go, y'all. As always, yeah. I thank Lee God and my Lord and Savior. Christ will allow us the opportunity to speak and hopefully her <laughs> blessings to each and every one of you, to all of our listening friends, and I want to thank Uncle Mo, Dr. West, Van, Frida, and of course, um, who we got over here? Noah, <laughs> Mr. Free, Marcus, <laughs> and Sterling, and where's Sebastian? Sebastian. And I'm going to give a shout out to our friend, um, what, uh, Keith Wonderboy, okay, in Peachtree Radio. I'm Tanya Free. Till next time, be free. Remember, live life with a purpose. We're way off the air, y'all. We got to stop making changes. Learn to see me as a brother instead of two distant strangers. And that's how it's supposed to be. How can the devil take a brother if he's close to me? I let it go back to when we played as kids, but then it changed. That's the way it is. Come on. Come on. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. That's just the way it is. Oh, yeah. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. Changes. All I see is racist faces. Misplaced hate makes disgrace to racist. We under. I wonder what it takes to make this one better place. Let's erase the waste. Take the evil out the people. They'll be acting right. Cause both black and white. And smoke tonight. And the only time we chill is when we kill each other. It takes guilt to be real time to heal each other. And although it seems evident, we ain't ready to see a black president. Uh, it ain't a secret or concealed a fact. A penitentiary's back. And it's filled. The Tanya Free and Friends Talk Show is a presentation of Freedom Marketing Incorporated. All rights reserved, views and comments expressed are not necessarily the views of the host and or this station.